Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Everybody, welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. We're in for a special treat today because I've never done this before. This is a part two video interview that I'm doing with Brandon Schwab, friend of mine for years, bought my course a long time ago. And I think I interviewed you back in 2012, Brandon. Yeah, I was you were doing lease options up in where were you doing them again? Uh, I was doing them from Crystal Lake area throughout Illinois. Yes, that's right. Um, Cubs fans, he, so don't. Uh, Hold me to that he is one. A Cubs fan, but um, we're not going to talk about that. I'm just going to pretend that he's not. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from St. Louis. So all any of you all that don't know, but first of all, just real quick, you're listening to this podcast. You might be watching this on a video on YouTube. And we're going to be. Brandon's actually going to walk us through one of his facilities, or it's not. We're not supposed Pulse. to call. It. That is the F word. That's the F word. We're going to call it something else. Well, you'll pay attention. And you'll learn what we are oh. calling it. I'm sorry. <laughs> First of all, this podcast is brought to you by my book, Wholesaling Lease Options. If you want to learn one of the fastest and easiest ways to get started in real estate, just ask Brandon. It's about flipping lease options. And so I wrote a book on that. This is a strategy that helped me quit my job in 2009 when the economy was one year into a huge recession. Nobody was quitting their jobs back in 09, right? But I was doing these lease option deals. And so you can get this right now as an audiobook for $1.99. If you go to WLOaudio.com, WLOaudio.com, you can get the audiobook of wholesaling lease options for just $1.99. If you want the physical book, uh, you get it free, just pay a little bit of shipping and handling. Go to WLObook.com, WLObook.com. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're not subscribed to the podcast, what are you doing? Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play or iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. Leave us a review too. That'd be cool. All right. Hopefully this works. So this is part two of an interview I did with Brandon Schwab, who is in Illinois. And we talked in that previous episode about using lease options to find senior living housing. And Brandon has been using a lot of lease options and has done these incredible deals to find senior living. And so we wanted to break this up into part two. And he's actually right now on his iPad. And hopefully this works. Well, he's on his iPad. and he is, uh, We're going to be walking through one of his houses that he's doing, doing this on. And you, you're going to open it up in 30 days or something. Is that right, Brandon? Yes. This particular property is going to be open in about 30 to about 45 days. I have got a portfolio of about five different properties. And this is the only this is the only property that is actually a property that I did get the owner to carry back financing. But this is a property that I did put an offer in. So this particular property is on 34 acres and its house is 18,000 square feet. So it's a pretty big house. It was on the MLS 15 for 2.4. I put a offer in for the owner to carry back financing for 1.5 so a million. And then I also put an offer in for $750,000 cash because I'm thinking who the hell is going to take this offer, right? Well, guess the offer he took. <laughs> he took the 750. Now they're breaking up a little bit. It shows my internet. Your internet connection is bad here. Are you on Wi-Fi or are you on cellular data? I'm on the, I'm on the iPad data uh this property doesn't have internet at it um yet so okay, is right. it 
breaking up? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you were doing better when you were inside the house, but you know, let's okay. do this. We'll go ahead and still do the interview. Yeah, uh, yeah. But maybe what we can do is add to the podcast. You can actually record a video walkthrough when we're done, okay. and I'll okay. add that video to the podcast here. All right. But anyway, Great. so this was how much was the house listed for? Two point something million. Yeah. So it was uh, listed for about two uh, million. I think it might be better. Uh, go back to so, where you were when you first started the call. All right. How's this? I think it's good. We'll try it. We'll see. <laughs> okay. I thought it could be cool to have you here just to go through it, but this is the place I was able to begin our call. All right. So maybe, maybe what we can do is talk about the deal here. All right. And yeah. then uh, you can do another video and I'll add it to the podcast. Just record it yeah, on your sure. iPad. I'm walking around the house. I'm explaining it, what it is and how you did it. Um, we'll yeah. do the best we can with the audio here. I think this is really important. This is a very unique strategy that Brandon's been using to make a ton of cash flow, ton of cash flow. All right. So this property was listed for what? This property uh, was listed on the MLS in 2015 for $2.4 so million. So $2.4 million. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. And this house is a gigantic house. So as we go through this, the upper two uh, floors have 10000 square feet in the basement is 8,000. So total, this thing is 18,000. So I put in two offers and typically as I do two offers, they typically take the owner carry um, offer. But this is the only time out of our five properties that they didn't take the owner carry offer. But I put an all cash offer for half. Wow. So so I was like, they aren't going to ever take that offer. <laughs> And when they got back to me, I had to close in about five days of cash. So you had to close so, in five days with 750 grand in cash. Yeah. And <laughs> a thing that was interesting that, so I turned down the offer, but I just, I think it's interesting is as I closed, we were at the closing table and the elder, the agent came to the closing table and gave me an offer for 500,000 for the back 20 acres. Now I could have been all in for 250,000 on an 18,000. However, I turned down the offer because I thought I was going to open up other homes on it. And so I, I did turn on the offer. So I could have been all in for 250,000. So this is just a... With all of the acreage in the back. Well, I would pair off the back 20 acres. So I would only own 13 acres. But so I'd be all in for only 250000 so, so I thought you're buying the house for 750000 So I did. So I bought it for that. And, and then at the closing table, I had an offer for them to purchase the back 20 acres. A oh. different a different person, I was offering 500 grand for the back 20 acres. He was going to build two different homes on. Oh, so wow. I could have been all in for only 250. I did turn it down thinking that there could be an opportunity either for us to open up other homes or to build on it. Wow. All and right. So then... Was this a uh, was this a ranch or a two story with a basement? So this is a really really big house. So part of our budget here is I did include putting in a two hundred thousand dollar elevator. So okay. that was a part of our house over there. I was I was able to take you to, but I don't think our phone coverage is that good over there. So okay, um, <laughs> right. so I bought it for. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Our budget to get this house fixed up is one million eighty-five thousand. So it's a pretty big. So our all-in cost is about one point eight. One point eight million all-in cost. But I got this appraised from Cushman this past year, and as complete, this house appraised for three point five million. Now, does that 
Now, when you get it appraised complete, are they using the income model for appraisal? The as complete is the property as is, but the as occupied so of value is 4.8. In that, they do use the income the income piece for it. So their job is to determine the highest and best possible use for yeah. this property, right? And yeah. th- this property, we are projecting, because uh, it's going to have over 15 beds in it. Our average bed is about $6,500 each month. This is in a town where the um, household income is 104000 So this property is going to gross about 104000 each month with expenses of about fifty to 55000 So it's incredible. So I was hoping to take you through it because this particular property is different. But if you think of all these properties coast to coast that are these big, giant properties that people don't have a clue, what do I do with these things? So they typically overlook them. So I was thinking if I could bring you here, Joe, to give you an idea of how to take these oddball properties that people aren't going to do anything with. I mean, before I bought this thing, as it was up for sale for 2.4, the taxes here were... 8,000 per 30 days. So they were almost... 8,000 a month? 8,000. Only in Illinois and California. Yeah. Oh my but goodness. by closing on it for 750,000, they dropped about 58%. Wow. So our taxes are down to like 41,000 per year. 41,000 per year. <laughs> yeah. That's still a lot. True. But for this it's particular property, property yeah. oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's on 34 acres. But this particular property is cool because as I can put all of those bedrooms in here, our gross income is 100,000. So I don't get too concerned on the tax bill as I'm able to clear approximately 40 grand per 30 days. It is going to offset all of those tax bills pretty easily. <laughs> Amazing. Thank All you. right. How many bedrooms did it used to have? It had five bedrooms and 12 bathrooms. It had five bedrooms and 12 baths. How many bedrooms does it now have? Nine bedrooms and 15 full baths in one half bath. Okay. So did you hire an architect to help you kind of draw all this out then? So I did. Yes. This per, this particular property was too big. I brought in a architect who was probably $20,000 who was able to go through. He was able to help us with the whole the whole process to get this house open. Yeah. yeah. And I, guys, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode I did with Brandon to kind of give the expl- explanation of what he's doing here. And so some of these bedrooms, you have nine bedrooms now, but a lot of these bedrooms are shared with multiple people. Is that right? So this particular property has two bedrooms that is only for one person, but I've got the balance of those bedrooms. There's two people in there. And these in these bedrooms in this house are pretty big bedrooms. They're the average about 15 by 15. So there's two people in there. How I do all of our homes, guys, is I do them purposely that they don't have a very big bedroom. Our typical double bedroom is only 12 by 12. This house, because they had these bigger 15 by 15 we kind of had to go with that. But that for us is a good thing. But our goal is to have them out because if they don't come out of their bedroom, they don't get a chance to interact. If they don't interact, their brain kind of begins to close down. So it our business is very purposely done that our aim is to actually get them out. Now, if you um, look over here, I'm in a 30 by 30 foot open family area. We're going to have a table from about right here to, to over here that they're going to all eat together. Okay. Mm. So 
I don't have indie, so I don't have tables of like four to about. Um, yeah. Our goal yeah. is to have everyone eat together. And yeah. that's a beautiful thing because people are, they are so I'm used to that. Yeah. And so that's interesting. You, you When you have two in a room, it forces them to get out of the room, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We yeah. were just in, we were just in Colorado for a week vacation, right? When the whole shutdown thing happened and everything. And um, they did not have TVs. It was a big ranch, you know, kind of one yeah. of those dude ranches and everything's food and everything's done for you at the place and tons of activities. And, oh, that's um, cool. We had, it was a real small room. We were concerned about it because I have four kids and a wife, <laughs> right? And it was just uh, one room with four bunk beds and then a king size bed for me and my wife. And then a couple bathrooms, not e- and then a fireplace, not even a place, a table in there. They kept it intentionally small so that people stay outside. And we did. We spent a ton of time outside. We played a ton of games, like card games and board games in in the main area where there's a big, big, huge house, whatever. I forget the name of it. We spent a lot of time, though, eating with people, like big, huge tables. So we always were eating with other families. It was was amazing. A lot of fun. So so you're doing $6,500 a month per person, approximately, per bed, right? Yeah. What kind of services are you providing then for that? We are offering everything for their care. Uh, For that, for that particular price, that is going to include folks that are going to have to have care with either eating, cooking, getting dressed, going to the toilet, getting fully cleaned up and bathed. I have so in this property, we would have three full-time care givers here that are offering care. So a key part of our business is that every caregiver only has to care for about five people. And that's compared to the average in these big box buildings, about 15 to 20. So in our buildings, Joe, they get the type of care that the caregivers get to offer awesome care because they don't have to take care of 15 to about 20 people. Do they live on the facility too? They don't. We have a 12-hour um, shift. Okay. So our so our goal is to, to don't actually have them on site full-time. Our goal is to change them every 12 hours. Um, so during the peak hours, I will have three people in the evening time. I do cut that down because I don't have to have that full team as everybody is down. So from 10 p.m. till about 8 a.m., there's only a couple people here. But during the peak hours, I will have a extra person here. So how many, you have three full-time people. Do you have any part-time people? I actually have per house, I have about 12 full-time people and I have about four part-time people. And I also have a RN that is going to travel from property to property. So this particular house is in our pod two. So our pods have three different places in there. So each of these, each of these different, the different homes are going to be close to each other. But I do that because the RN cost, Joe, is about 80 to 85,000 per year. So by breaking yeah. up that over three different properties, the RN cost gets actually cut up over those three different properties. So I would have the RN here for about two and a half hours per day who is going to be talking to everybody. They're going to be teaching. They are going to be doing a their piece every day, but they aren't going to be here for eight hours per day. They're in each house for about two and a half hours and they just go from place to place to place. So this particular property, I've got two other homes that are very close to here. So. Yeah. Okay. So just so I'm clear, you have three full-time care workers there at one time Correct. during the day. All right. Yes. So you have this property, you'll have about 12 full-time people. We have 12 full-time and about four part-time. I have to have that quantity to keep 
from going into overtime. All right. And they do what? House cleaning, uh, cooking? Cooking, cleaning. Um, a thing that I typically do, guys, is I have the evening caregiver doing the cooking and then the caregivers during the daytime like actually put it on the table. The folks during the daytime are typically busier. They are they are able to get every everybody up. They have to do they have to get everyone up. They eat at about eight a.m. the in the afternoon at twelve to about twelve thirty, and they will also bathe them in between as well. Our average folks in our house gets about three to four. They get cleaned up about three to four times. Yeah. A thing that I can't take you to is is on each. So I've got two areas where the bedrooms are at, and there's an ADA bathroom close to each of those. So even if a person doesn't have a full ADA bathroom in each bedroom, there's an ADA bathroom that is very that's in the area. Yeah. Okay. All right. So good. so your your expenses, your monthly expenses of fifty to fifty five thousand dollars a month. Correct. Includes yeah. the staff, the registered nurse, food. That is everything. Uh, that is food. That's the debt coverage that is that's taxes. also your debt coverage yeah oh yeah wow. it so it is everything i mean this is a asset class that i think is going to be interesting for folks to kind of keep an eye on because particularly post covid after this whole covid thing gets done i think these bigger box buildings aren't going to be as attractive of yeah. a place for folks to put their parents and i think the overall class of the bigger buildings is going to go through a phase where they're they're going to have to change things this boutique type of home. So I think compared to our first podcast, the very first part, things are different today. Yeah. And and that was only maybe so just over the past 30 days, things have drastically changed. And in that first podcast I was talking on that things are going to change. That yeah. These big buildings aren't going to be always the very top option. Like I feel like our company could be the Uber that is going to change the whole industry. And after this post-COVID thing, I think it is going to begin to happen that folks are going to be interested in, in, in finding a place for their parents that is a that isn't quite these hundred to two hundred plus bed because those places are having a hard time keeping people from passing things yeah. from person to person. So and then uh, we're gonna be talking are, on the last podcast we talked about kind of the minimum size house you need to make it profitable. Yeah. So I'd encourage you all to check kind of check that out. A thing that happened after that very first podcast is um so I had quite a few people actually they contacted me that they had they had a property or two and they called me and they got those over. So a thing that a thing that I did is I created a page on the internet for folks to upload those properties. Cool. So that is SPSLbirddog.com. So anyone that's interested in bird dogging some properties, particularly these bigger properties that aren't a very good a very good fit. And that is SPSLbirddog.com is a place that a person can go, they can join our team and they can upload property. And they don't have to be in our area. Although for our own portfolio, I'm trying to buy in our own backyard. However, I had a gentleman call me from Texas that did a great job. He was able to hear that very first podcast and he found a great home. So he was able to upload that. And a thing that's really cool is I've got a fund that has capital coming in that I can actually help 
get these properties up and going so I can get them turnkey. Once they're turnkey, I would place ads in the area. I think this was out of Austin, Texas. I would place an ad for a operator who would come in and who would jump into this property. So there's plenty of opportunities that if anyone has a good property, particularly these oddball big properties, definitely go there. This is an opportunity for this guy to earn a bird dog fee of like five to $10,000. And it was all from the very first podcast. He did a fantastic... He did a very good job being able to hear everything that the bull of us talked on and he found me a perfect home. So wow. to to go to SPSL, this property was out of Austin, Texas. It was a perfect property. And, and I told him to go find two other homes. And then if I get three homes in an area that are good properties, I would go almost anywhere throughout the country uh, because I am able to offset the overhead by these different homes. So he did a very good job. So SPSL. Bird what does Dog, SPSL stand for? That's our current company. That is our company that I am able to use for operating. Good. SPSL, yep. birddog.com. Yeah. Bird dog has two D's. Yeah. Right? Birddog.com. Yep. So nice, nice. that was a thing that I was able to come up with because as they were able to get those properties, it is it is great to have a place that as they are able to upload them, I will update them on every time that property is going to go from, from part to part. They would get a update each time. So yeah. Very cool um, software there. All right, cool. And so you've got a fund. Are you looking for people to lend money also? We are. Our fund is our fund is always there. Um, we've, we've got a debt fund. And so I'm targeting folks that... We are targeting family offices as well. Debt fund is there. We are offering so on returns anywhere from eight to twelve percent, and okay. that is that is that is us. And the whole idea is for us to find these properties coast to coast to get the option to purchase, and then the fund is going to be used for covering to get these houses converted to get them open. So two to about three hundred thousand dollars per house. That's all that we are going to use it for. So our whole plan is to take everything that I got taught by you back in 2012 and we're going to execute it on a coast-to-coast basis because these properties are big properties that folks aren't trying to purchase these big homes so we are going to so i'm going to count on everyone that's on here that if you have these homes to go to that page turn them in because our uh, fund is going to be able to come back behind there we are going to get the owner to carry back financing for about five to ten years and then we are going to get the property open and operating and then after it's operating after the after um, year two we are going to go back to our bank and actually purchase it so we are going to help convert these bigger bulkier properties that are going to be on the MLS, particularly today, for days and days and days, and turn them to a purpose to help take care of the elderly too. Yeah. So it's in now here. I so, cannot thank uh-huh. you for everything that I got taught because this changes everything. I mean, our cash on cash on return is incredible. And that whole thing is going to be based on that I can get the owner of these, these type of homes to carry back. And that has changed everything for us. So that's a 
huge piece because I am getting the owners to carry back of the overall project. They're carrying back over about 80, I think it's like 82% is our average to get the owners to carry back. And then I put in the other about about 20% to actually to get these homes open. But for us, that's an awesome deal. So when you're, if you get a seller to do owner financing or carry back financing, yeah, you still have to get it at a pretty significant discount, like what you no. just did with this property. Nope, nope. I often pay them their full asking price. There are times I'll even pay them a hundred and five percent if they do some carry back. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody brings you a lead on your bird dog program, you you don't want them just sending you properties on the MLS. What is some of the work they have to do first before they submit the property? <sighs> They can find them on the MLS, but particularly if they can find properties that are bigger, I would say 4,500 plus. The, the guy out of Austin, Texas found a property that was 5,800. That was a good fit for us. But a thing that's got to be very clear is that has to be on the first so, uh, floor. This right. property that I'm in today, just the elevator cost, Joe, was 200000 oh, yeah. Okay. So that's too crazy. They have to be on. So they either have to go to this property and go through it and confirm that a bulk of these bedrooms are on the very first so up floor. So I would so I would need at least four to five bedrooms on the first up floor. Don't yeah. turn in any property that's got a bedroom and a office. That doesn't help us. I have to have about four to five bedrooms on the very first floor. Or if you can find any of these odd deals that are very big homes, those are awesome deals. Like this type of deal, I could pay up to $10,000 because this is a great, this is a great deal. Mm -hmm. And these are out there, guys. There's tons of these odd, very big homes that people aren't purchasing these very big homes. Now, this particular deal, I thought for sure, as I put the owner, the owner carryback option, I thought that they aren't going to even, or I thought that they were going to jump all over that because who is going to buy this thing with the tax bill of $8,000? So yeah. I typically find if you offer them their asking price that they are all over it. Well, this particular family took the all cash offer because they had to. And now that actually turned out pretty good for us because by paying all cash, it took the tax bill down over 50%. Wow. So, for sure. For sure. Does it matter how, does, does it have to be close to the city? Is it going to be in the country? No. Uh, this particular property is on 34 acres. The biggest demographic that I would tell you is it has to be within about you would want to be close to a population of about fifteen to 20,000 people. Our first property is in a town of 800 people. And that was harder for us to get that property occupied. And then I'm also I'm looking for these properties in a town where the average household income is 80,000 or above because our average bed is about five to 5,500. So any times I've gone to towns where the um, household income is under 80,000, I am able to do it, but it just takes time to get those beds occupied. I've got a property where the average household income is about 55000 and I had to discount our, our average bed down to about $4,000. So it, it can be done. It just doesn't produce as good of ROIs. Sure. All right, cool. Well, guys, if you are uh, watching this or listening to this, we're going to be 
adding in another little video. Brandon's going to do a quick walkthrough on his iPad. We'll add it to this video on the podcast. If you want to watch this video and you're listening to this on the audio podcast right now, just go to the podcast website, realestateinvestingmastery.com, realestateinvestingmastery.com. Do a search in the search box for the word Brandon and you'll find our podcast with Brandon there. If you want information on his bird dog website, it's SPSL, Sam Peter, Sam, Larry, bird dog, B-I-R-D-D-O-G.com, right? Yes, sir. Cool. Brandon, thank you so much, man. This is uh, really cool. This is exciting. I, I, I'm excited about this just because it is helping elderly people. You know, I was thinking of my wife's grandma. She was in this one facility for, it was really, really nice, a nice facility. But uh, yes, <laughs> but I think about this, like my wife, like, I don't know when I'm going to be gone, but she's probably going to stick around longer than me. Maybe. I don't know. Most, most ladies do. Right. And I would rather have her in a place like this for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, a thing that I am able to tell you is if a person's been in their own personal house for call it 50 to 80 years, they, if they had a option, they would always choose to be in this type of a actual place that feels just like they got out. So this is going to change the industry guys. We've got to figure out how we can come together and put all of our efforts together at being able to help the elderly. Cause if you, so uh, look, there's 10,000 of them per day turning up so 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 of age so from 2020 through 2035 there's there's gonna be 10,000 per day that are gonna be entering into the age bracket that they that they are gonna have to have care and that's a opportunity but it's also a a thing that all of us have to do to come together in in if you are on here and if you have the ability to find good deals. This is going to be this is going to be easy for you because these don't even have to be very good deals. You just have to go find these bigger deals because I'm often paying the total asking price plus to get into these deals if the owner carries back. I typically find that these deals that I go after, they typically own them. They don't owe they don't owe anything. Yeah. So they are very interested to get their asking. And because of our business, I can give them a very good term each month where if on a very first property, that property would rent for about 3500 each month. Well, I gave the owner about $7,000 each 30 days. He was all over it. He was like, yeah, totally. I'll do this. But because our business has an average bed of about 5,500 per bed times 10 beds, you know, these houses are crushing. It's changing the industry. So if a person's interested in, if they can find us those type of actual homes, go to the, the page for the bird dog. Or if anyone's interested in parking some dollars, I would encourage you to book a time to talk with me personally. I've got an online calendar, which is close to yours. It is it is B-R-A-N-D-O-N-S-C-H-W-A-B.com. Go there, book a, a time to talk to me. And if you're interested, and if you're interested on about anything I was able to talk on, call me, talk to me, uh, because there's definitely a place that all of us can come together and be able to help take care of the population that's going to be counting. They're counting. They're counting on all yeah. of us to come up with a better option than the F word. Because those big box buildings aren't doing 
very good today. So thank you for the opportunity. I will give you a quick tour of a project that is going to open up quickly. And it's a very cool project uh, that all of this is possible because, because of you. So thank you for everything you have been able to do to open up our eyes that being able to put these type of options out there has changed our whole business. So thank you so much, Brandon. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm proud of you. Happy for you. Thank and, you, sir. Uh, people want to schedule a call with you again, brandonschwab.com, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-S-C-H-W-A-B, brandonschwab.com. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, man, thank you. We'll look forward to this thank video. And if you guys are, again, if you're listening to the audio podcast of this, we can't obviously, we can't show you the video, but go to Real Estate Investing Mastery, realestateinvestingmastery.com. You get all the links that we talked about here and you can watch the video of uh, Brandon walking through the property. All right, we'll see you later. Thanks, Brandon. Sounds awesome, sir. See you guys. Thank Thank you you so much. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Hey, we are doing our update video. Um, It is the first week of April here, and I'm doing the update here uh, for a house in Bull Valley. And as um, you're able to see, it is beautiful outside. It's a tad tad bit colder today, but um, I've got a guest here that is actually going to help me do this update video, which I'm going to grab the phone and put her on. So Kelly's going to actually tell you hi. Um, Kelly is, this is her first time coming here to our property. And I'm thrilled to have her here because Kelly is going to help me do this clip. Uh, But it's, so, so, so this is her first time in being here in about, so, 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 um, how long? A very long time. Yeah. So, we are going to go through and do the video update. It is April eighth, and we are and we are going to go through this. All right. So, we are going to do this update for everybody. Come on in. It is about uh, twelve o'clock, so everyone isn't here. This is a great time for us to kind of peek through. Uh, so, the video update this week is going to be talking about uh, everything that's been done. And one of the key things that I think um, you will notice is the elevator. If you um, see right here, the elevator has been taped and drywalled, and it actually um, looks like an actual elevator. So we are thrilled to have this in. Um, This is a a very big deal. I mean, this piece has taken forever, and we are thrilled to actually have it done. So the big pieces for the update this week is the tapers are done on this first floor. They're done also upstairs, and they're about 85% done downstairs. So Kelly did promise me that we have to be out of here quickly. So we're going to do a update in about 15 to 20, so we kind of have to get going. So Come on up. If you look right here, one of the updates is we blocked this off. So prior, all of this here was open. So we blocked it off now. So uh, per code, that has to be blocked off. So as we come upstairs, our property, come on up. Um, There isn't a whole ton of changes up here. The bedrooms are all drywall, um, tapes. This is a 15 by 15 bedroom plus this closet. There isn't any kind of big changes here, but um, the bathrooms are done. So this is kind of the update for this. So so a week here, this is the ADA bathroom. We are at the point now where we are gonna get going to uh, doing painting is coming up uh, next. And then the finishes are gonna go in and then flooring. 
So that's kind of where we're at. So we've got a double bedroom over here, two double bedrooms over here, and we've got a fire escape over here. So that's kind of the update here. Um, we're gonna go down to the first floor. Come on down. So I was here with Teresa this past week and we picked out the colors for our paint. Um, the colors for the, for the, for the uh, flooring. Uh, we're gonna go with the darker so uh, flooring throughout the common areas. If you look over here, one of the things that is, that is being done is the chimneys had to have some patching done. So we did the drywall and we found that the chimneys had to get some some things done dude. So I've so I've got guys up top patching and getting those chimneys done. As far as top pointing, uh, we are coming into the common area. Um, this has been drywall. The kitchen, you probably can't tell, but the kitchen is gonna be converted to a commercial kitchen. And um, we're gonna have a full hood, which we had to take out these couple cabinets up here and we're gonna have a full a full um, hood that's going out. Uh, so all of this is gonna be taken out. The dishwasher's over here, the commercial dishwasher, and then the Stove is going to be uh, right there. The commercial fridge is going to come to about um, right here. So, so this is this is going to be taken out. So that's kind of the update in here. Oh, Teresa is going to uh, as far as paint colors, we picked to go with a I think it's an off uh, white. So it will balance everything out. So. It's going to be very pretty. The LVT is a darker brown, as we have over here. We've got the ADA bathroom over here. And then our gals are going to get their hair done. The place to get your hair cleaned is going to be here. Uh, there's this chair. And then over here is going to be a place where they're going to get their hair done cuts and all that. So a thing, a thing that's going to be cool though is, is these doors are going to close and open. So if this isn't going to be um, used, these doors are going to be closed and then we're going to use this for activities. Okay. Uh, our dumpster is almost full. There really isn't any changes in here besides the tapers are all done. So we are at the point where we're, we're getting close to being able to paint. Here's a half bathroom in here. This is a good example of a double bedroom. This is about 12 by 12 is kind of what our aim is. So we're gonna have two beds over here and here. The TV is gonna be up here with the closet over here. So this is, this is pretty cool. Um, we've got a double bedroom over here as well. Now this one is the favorite bedroom in this whole house, personally. I think that, that this one's great because this one's bigger than 12 by 12. However, it's got a really incredible soap view. Um, these trees are going to be cleaned up on the outside, but uh, this is all going to be fully planted. It's going to be beautiful. So pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm uh, pumped how this bedroom turned out. All right, so come on over. 
Uh, this also has a half bathroom as well. Um, now coming in here, we've got the final double bedroom is in here. Uh, we've got a half bathroom um, right here, a double bed, and a closet. And one of the things, Kelly, that I always joke on when I do these tours is, what do you think they put this here for, Kelly? Do you think they were hanging a burn plant, maybe? Or do you think they were doing some other things on it? Mm. So, um, as we come over here, there's two bedrooms. These are private bedrooms. Um, these private bedrooms are, I think they turned out very good. This private bedroom is fully taped. Um, that's about the only update. However, this private bedroom has a balcony. This is the only bedroom in the whole house that has a private balcony. So pretty cool. So with Kelly um, not being here for some time, we're going to check this out. And we'll have to figure out how to kind of block this off. It's a full bathroom right there, but they, they are going to have their own private balcony to come out and have coffee or whatever they want. So, pretty cool, huh? It's awesome. Yeah. It, so, so, it is pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. The final bedroom. These two bedrooms um, will be available. These are going to be the highest price bedrooms because uh, they are only for um, one person. They both have a full bathroom in it. Um, so, pretty neat. All right, so why don't we take you downstairs? That's where there's a ton of updates. So, so this past uh, week, the guys hanging the drywall have, have been busy. Uh, the tapers are done on this uh, floor and also upstairs. Um, and where we are going to go uh, next, downstairs, it is pretty interesting because they hung the drywall and they are uh, working on taping it. So this door is going to be closed. The care team is able to come back and forth. However, this is going to have a keypad door coming back and forth. So um, come on down here. So as, come on, careful coming down. Watch, watch your feet. So down here, before um, we go through all this, I want to go check out the elevator base. Now, um, it probably isn't going to be too too exciting for everybody, but this base of the elevator is a huge deal for us because this elevator um, took some time to get done. So it's uh, pretty exciting. Um, all of these components are in the elevator. Um, goes up and down, and it is incredibly quiet. Like 
It is awesome. This particular elevator opens up on this part and it also opens up on the other side. So if we kind of peek over here, the ADA access point coming through the four car garage is actually on this floor. So, so on this part, they, they enter on the other part of the elevator coming in and then they are gonna exit over here. So this is a commercial grade elevator that opens up on both um, sides. So pretty cool. Um, the drywall's up. They had to get kind of creative here um, to get this done, but I think it turned out very good. So this is the, the door for the, for, the, for the elevator components. So um, this is part of the 15, percent that has to be done to get this finished up. So um, if you come on in here, this kitchen, this kitchen doesn't have any updates to it um, yet. However, we are gonna keep the orange cabinets. We're gonna keep this and this. The only thing in here that we are, are gonna be changing are these countertops. And we're gonna probably change this and this guy, this guy has seen some better days. So um, one of the thing that's really cool in here is we had previously, if you uh, look under here, we had this old dated paneling from the early 80s, which is very difficult to paint. We, um, we chose to actually to get it covered up and the drywall just looks a ton better. So we are pretty excited on that. Uh, one of the things we're gonna do is we're gonna keep this tile uh, because this tile actually fits to the age and this is a bar. So there's two steps going down. We are gonna keep this as a place for people to kind of, to be at, to talk and just kind of so, um, hang out. There is a fireplace over here, uh, which, is, which is very cool. This fireplace, I would anticipate, would, would go on at about the end of October, and it probably wouldn't go off until April. So just constantly on. So um, there is all of this. One thing that's kind of cool that um, I probably haven't talked about before is if you so, um, look over there, Cal. Back in the early 80s, this was probably pretty cool. Uh, we are we are going to keep this, and we'll probably put a form of to project up here down. Uh, pretty excited on that. But then also, uh, so although this is going to be down here, this doesn't feel as if you're in an actual basement. These these tall glass doors are incredible. And before I take you into that pool we are gonna come on down here because what we are gonna do down here is we're gonna have this as an area that um, your parent is, they are able to come over here to hang out um, at this bar and kind of hang out. There's gonna be a table over here. Uh, what, we, what we are gonna do over here is we're gonna have a bank of computers. So about four different computers that, that they are gonna be taught kind of how to be uh, going on there, uh, that they can call, uh, probably operate Facebook things. So that's pretty, that, 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 that's pretty cool right here. Uh, you, you can come over here, this part is, uh, like this house just keeps going and going. Uh, so 
We're going to have a different area for activities over here, painting projects. There are a, a ton of those so activities are going to be done down here. Uh, so we are um, looking to have a deck. Uh, there is a deck over by our pool over there. And we're talking about um, taking that deck over here. And we are going to have an end about, so I'm so, um, right here. So, so folks are able to go outside. We're going to probably have a couple uh, fire pits in it. So folks are able to go in there. So uh, this turned out really good. Um, this is the office area over here. Um, and uh, you tell it, it's, it's a pretty cool place. Uh, this was Chuck's office. Now, Chuck Budrick's office is so, so I'm right here. I think this is a very cool place that uh, Chuck had his gun cabinet over here. And I'm guessing he probably had his alcohol over here. And then, and by so I can tell there's a couple outlets down here on the ground here. And he had probably had a big, huge desk. He would probably just hang out here and just think. How he, how he did pretty good here. So um, it's a pretty cool so our room. I think there's a ton of, there's, there's a ton of coolness in here. So we're gonna go check out the pool area. Um, a thing that's interesting on this particular bedroom is this was a bedroom and I talked to the owner's kid. So I go, what is this used for? And, and a thing that he told me is this was for Christmas presents only. Wow. So they had a whole Christmas presents. So a room. Apparently they had they had um, like five kids. So they were they had to to uh, find a place to put all of these Christmas presents in. And this house, this was this particular room. So a pretty cool fun fact. Of this house. Um, this property is on 34 acres. Um, the trees are pretty bare, uh, but it is it is early April. So pretty quickly here, the trees are gonna fill in and turn green and, and it's gonna be exciting. Um, so here we go. Um, the pool area, there is so there is a pool area. We are going to actually close this off, so it is going to be a keypad access only. Uh, what we're going to do with this is we are going to uh, figure out how to take people in here, but only when we have the appropriate team here that is able to take them in and out. So, so at first this will probably be closed off. There's two bathrooms. Um, and then the pool area is, is a very big open area. This particular pool area by itself is 3,300 square feet, just right here. So that's, so, so that's pretty crazy. So um, our guys got this, got this cleaned up. A thing that is pretty cool is um, we talked to our pool guy and our pool guy is actually gonna uh, come in here and he's quoting um, to get this pool going. And a, a thing that's gonna be cool is we are gonna paint the edges blue, kind of like a darker, a darker Cubs blue. And then we're gonna put our company uh, logo 
at this part here. So um, as we get all of this here cleaned up, that's kind of ugly. We are going to get this cleaned up as far as acid, and we're going to put our company on the logo. This whole thing is going to be painted. It is going to be beautiful. So um, we are going to use this going forward. So it's going to be a two-tone pool. Um, it is going to be very beautiful. So that's kind of the update for this uh, week right here. Um, so I'll end over here. So um, kind of as we're going through our tour, um, this is the uh, room for uh, this pool area. has got three furnaces just for this pool area. So. Up. And what we'll talk on here is, uh, is uh, this is the final area. There's three 3,000 gallon tanks of uh, water right here. And these, these power the fire protection throughout this whole house. Uh, because this house is 18,000 square feet, uh, we have got a very big uh, system here to take care of this. So I, so I figured I would take you here to give you an idea of kind of how this all looks. So, all right. Um, if, if, if you have any questions, let's go to Brandon and then schwab.com to book a time to talk with me. All right. Thank you for the update and uh, I will talk to you soon.